Hi, I am Tingan, and this is the Parents in Tech Podcast. This is a special collaboration series with Wakato, the leading enterprise automation platform. I speak to parents in Wakato to find out how they create work-life integration and balance their career ambitions with family aspirations. In this episode, I speak with Amanda, Campus Recruiting Program Manager at Wakato. Amanda is mother to two children, aged four and seven. Hey Amanda, welcome to the Parents Detect Show. So glad for you to join us today. To begin with, can yeah. you tell us a bit more about your family? My family, okay, so I have two young kids, both boys, rambunctious boys, seven-year-old as well as a three-year-old. So there's a good four-year gap between both of them. Wonderful. Okay, so for your elder kid, how do you explain your job? Okay, the attention span is very short. So what I tell him is that my job, all your koko and tete, <laughs> your undergraduate to get a, get a job at the end of the day. That's what I, I'll explain to him. Yeah. <laughs> Short and simple at this point in time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Okay, so maybe tell me a bit more about where you were when you first welcomed your, your elder kid into the world. Or were you already working in tech? Where were you in your career at that point? Okay, at that point in time, I was not working in the tech industry. I was working more in the shipping industry. Mm. Oh no, even before that, I was actually working in the government sector. Yeah, so ah. support was definitely there like, when, when I had my first kid. My right. kid was wonderful. Mm. Got it. And when did the transition to tech happen? The transition to tech happened was last year. Ah, okay. Late last year. So I won't say this choice was a bit surprising for myself, even for myself. And I do see there's a lot of potential in the tech mm. industry. Got it. How has it been, right? Because one of the things about tech, and I guess also why it's called Parents in Tech, the podcast, is I feel like the tech industry moves really quickly. And so the pace of development are fast and does sometimes create additional pressure for parents, right? When you need that time to either work or be with a kid. So yeah, how has it been like for you? Okay, so I would say for me, the past six months where I joined, that's how long I've been here, has been wonderful in the mm. sense that I did take what I wanted to do. I did take um, in terms of what kind of objectives or results I want to deliver before the start of each quarter. And that is clearly communicated with my bosses so that they know what will be expected out of it. At the same time, you know, communication has been very open. And if, let's say, either my kid falls ill and I need to be away, I need to tell them. So that kind of like helped manage the work expectations from me as well. Got it. The first thing you mentioned was really interesting about you setting your own quarterly goals. I guess with that in mind, you are also able to plan and kind of prepare what's going to happen at work and also what's going to happen back at home. So talk to us a bit more about how you think about that goal setting, right? Because for some people listening to this podcast, I'm sure that that's a good idea, but uh, they might not be sure how to go about doing it. More importantly, when I set my goal setting, it has to be aligned with what the company is trying to achieve, especially in the tech industry. They call it the VMT, the vision mission, as well as targets. Having that set aligned, it kind of like helps streamline oh, mm. what kind of activities will help to drive that and meet that end goal in mind. And also, how do you actually measure? I think that will help lay the foundation in terms right. of getting where you want to go to. It may not be very clear, but of course, you know, over time, as you rehash quarter by quarter, you'll get there eventually. It's definitely all about you know, iteration and agility that you need to have in you. Got it, got it. Now, when you first joined Wakato, which is not too long ago, like what was it like having to balance between learning on the job, also proving yourself, while also taking care of your family, right? Tell me a bit more about uh, what things were like back then. 
Back then for me, it helped that both my children are not with me in the daytime. I put them in a full day daycare center, so that helps. So during the daytime when I work, I really just channel my energy to working. It also helps me when I plan my schedule of how do I want to work around things. Because I also need to plan and strategize a little bit on what I need to deliver. So I'll block out schedules of time, especially in my first quarter, my first couple of months. I block out schedule and I tell myself, okay, within this block of time, what do I want to achieve? What am I supposed to meet? So that kind of like helped me to move and learn and at the same time deliver quite effectively. Got it, got it. Okay, so both children in full-time daycare, I do remember that process of trying to find a daycare center and it's quite hassle. Talk to me a bit more about that process for you. Okay, so for me, I think I was quite blessed that the full-day childcare center is actually quite new a couple of blocks away from my house. Back then, when I had my first child, I was very hesitant on full daycare center. In, in fact, infant care. Why? Why yeah. hesitant? Being a first-time mom, you want to control everything. <laughs> you don't want anyone to take care of that child. So I think it took me a while to finally let go. But at the same time, at the back end, my husband was actually planning when to enroll him. So she went to go and talk to the principal first and find out when is the date to put the child in because they also need space, man. need time, need time to put the child in. So I knew when was that date that I need to put him in. So it kind of like gave me time to work my mindset <laughs> that this child will not be with me. This child will be at full day at the daycare center so I don't have to worry so much. Yeah, so I think that will be a journey that most parents will likely have to go through. Yeah. Yes, but it sounds like that was a very strong partnership, right? Because yeah. your husband was aware about the hesitations you had, but he was able to kind of balance and mm. complement that by making the logistical preparations of that. So on that topic, tell me, how do you split the parenting responsibilities mm. between yourself and your husband? Okay, so my husband is also working in the tech industry. Ah, okay. Very hectic for him, very unpredictable work. So typically, mm. I will always ask him, can you like tell me what is your schedule for the week? Because I prefer to plan in advance so that I can also work my schedule. Because for me, I think I'm quite flexible. I do know when's my start and end time. Mm-hmm. So that will help me take over the childcare duties in the evening if let's say he's not around to support me. At the same time, I also do have extended family members to help bring my older son back because right now he's in primary one. So there's an after-school care arrangement. So my parents-in-law were are able to help me and I'm very thankful for the help that they have mm. given so far. Yeah, besides that arrangement, I think in, in terms of child rearing, my husband is able to connect them much more better than me emotionally for some reason. They fear him. <laughs> they fear him Got sometimes. It. But at the same time, my husband also know how to switch over to a softer side where they also love him as well. So for me, I think my role is more towards like, okay, when do I bring them to go and play? They will see me as a person, mm. I will bring them go and play because... That's the best I can do. Sit down. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's wonderful. But it's also about understanding each other's strengths between you and your husband and really working on those. So play. Tell me, what does play look like for you and your family? Okay, so play for me and my family is to the playground outdoors we subscribe to okay. that because healthier they are able to spread it out and it could really run around we also do introduce other sports to them for example my older boy is swimming and more recently he also has some interest mm. in basketball not that kind of you know professional just playing around just bouncing yeah. the ball so the younger child also follows what his brother is doing so it's, it's mm. easy it kind of like complements the, the activities that they want yeah. to do you make it sound too easy so what's one challenge or one frustration that you had to go through recently as a parent one challenge and frustration, because, quote my older boy at this point in time, because he, he's transiting 
from a fully childcare center to primary school environment. There are a lot of nuances that he needs to adjust to, a lot of rules, regulations. How do you actually interact with other children who you're not familiar with? As compared to when he was in the childcare center where that group of friends has been with him for at least three or four years. So they know their style. For him, trying to allay his fears, trying to get him to overcome his insecurity about our new environment and how he plays with his friends. So a lot of empathy has to be given to him. A lot of acknowledgement that he's facing these kind of issues is also crucial as well. So us busy, we try not to sideline them. I think, oh, just brush it across. It doesn't help them in that sense. So definitely need to, when he's faced challenges and he starts playing it, that's where we will quickly sit him down and ask him Mm. to tell us more. So that gives insight because my next question was going to be also around the topic of discipline, especially with young kids and boys also. I guess that stereotype is that mischievous, right? So tell me a bit more about how you and your... So maybe the first question I ask is, was there a difference between how you like to discipline your children between yourself and your husband? Okay, discipline. Typically, I just leave it to my husband. In terms of the style is that we will give them a couple of warnings. So if that warning is not adhered to, we will believe the traditional method of taking the cane out. The rotan. (laughs) So I don't know how many parents out there will still use it or do they even subscribe to this, but sometimes showing that a little bit will put them in place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm curious, right? Like, I'm sure there's a lot of uh, resources and kind of things Mm -hmm. that you learn about parenting, but it's discipline Mm -hmm. or beyond. Where do you Mm -hmm. get your source of parenting information from? So my source of parenting information, I do get them from my ex-company where there were a lot of parents around. I can actually have a conversation with them about their parenting style and they had older children so it's easier amongst my peers i also do have occasional chat with them and find out you know how do they actually cope with it as well got it got it got it so maybe looking back at just this journey of being a parent so far what would you say it's one of the best or most memorable moments you have had it doesn't have to be big by the way it can be just something that just stuck with you yeah tell us more about that special moment A special moment that's most memorable when you think that you have done something right and they are very happy and you can see that joy in their face and they come running to you and just say thank you. I think that is the most magical moment. You know, what happened behind that scene, what happened before, sometimes you can't remember. But I think it's more importantly the, the smile, the joy, their little actions after that will make you... Um, <laughs> your heart melt. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. But I must also say that's the flip side. And and so the next question I ask is, you know, at work, there's always bad days. There's always things that happen. There are good days and bad days, right? And sometimes on those bad days, um, it can be quite a challenge to not bring that those feelings back home. Uh, tell me how is it like for, for you, right? For some of those uh, moments, yeah. When I had one child, it was easier because the journey, the commute to my previous office was quite a distance. So I take that time to wind down and listen to music as well. I do have pockets of time I can actually go for a quick run before I will go back home. So that kind of like um, reset my thinking again. But with my second child, still challenging. I don't have to deny that because I've also changed kind of my work environment. So typically it's to my walk to the school, which is just like five, ten minutes walk. I, I do a bit of breathing, breathing exercises down and then like reset my frame of work mine and I'm picking up my child no more work to be done so yeah it's more like a conditioning like mental conditioning and then go and pick that child up got it wonderful well thanks for sharing that and, and, and I'm curious like yeah. for that did you learn that from any book resource or was that just something that you kind of figured out on yourself 
kind of like figure out myself and also at the same time I did have a chat uh, with uh, I, I, I'm not sure, sure how do I term her but I'm more like a, a therapist as well I mean wellness therapist like, so, so just kind of like see you know how, how, how do I manage it's, it's not easy to, to be honest it's not easy in this kind of um, the post-pandemic era yeah and all the demands as well uh, yeah Correct, correct, correct. And you mentioned post-pandemic, right? So talk to me a bit more about how the pandemic season was for <laughs> your family when everyone was at home. And I think there was a time when childcare centers were closed, right? So what was it like? Yeah, so when that hit, my youngest was less than a year old. My oldest was about five years old. It was impossible for both child to be at home and for me and my husband to be at home to take care of them. That would mean that either I do not work completely to take care of both of them. So, and plus we don't have a helper also. Yeah. So we took a very drastic decision, which uh, my husband was not agreeable, but I have no choice. I have to force it. We speak. So me and my younger son went to my mom's place. Him and his, my older son went to my husband's, not my husband's place. I think this is quite drastic because no parents will want to do this. No parents will want to separate and stay separately during the pandemic. But that was really forced upon us lah. Yeah, wow, wow. That must have been really quite a challenge. And plus, you know, movements were restricted. It's not like you guys could go out for a meal because it yeah. just didn't, ha- didn't happen. Looking yeah, back right. at the time, what well, was perhaps yes. one thing mm-hmm. that you, you took away, you learned from this whole experience? The pandemic experience? Yeah. I guess nothing can prepare you, to be honest, for this kind of pandemic, this kind of work arrangement. Staying resilient and thinking of how do you resolve it. And also at the same time, you know, be brave to ask for help if there is the need to. Especially for parents, you know, you may feel that I don't really need help. But to be honest, to raise a family really takes a village. And during that pandemic, I was, I'm also very thankful for both our parents, which is their grandparents, who actually stepped in to help support us. Lah. Otherwise, work really cannot be done and we really cannot be able to deliver. Lah. Yeah, yeah. And really pulling together the support network as and when you need, that's that's so incredibly helpful and it's so necessary, right? I think that's something you will be appreciative of. Now, let's talk a bit also about the workplace um, during, I would say, post-pandemic times in, in recent times, right? How, how is Workato also supporting um, you and your family to, to kind of maintain that kind of work-life integration balance? Okay, um, so how we do it here um, is that we are still on a remote okay. first um, work arrangement um, so and, and at the same time we are, we are allowed to come back to the office as well so how I arrange it in such a way that I will let my team know and also I'll put it in my calendar that I'll be in office typically on Monday and Thursdays so if there is any requirements to meet up with me um, do so on Monday and Thursdays yeah and uh, and and I also will you know, typically block out a schedule on, on my calendar on a no meeting time because I will need to travel back home or when should my day end as well because of, I need to pick up my child arrangement. So I'm actually open. I will tell them up front, like, if let's say a meeting is going to overrun, I'll just say, hey, I need to go. I need to pick up my kid. Yeah, so so this kind of work arrangement has been quite helpful um, for us as parents. Lah. Yeah, and um, starting early after they drop off, after I drop them off also help as well. Yeah. Mm. Got it. Got it, got it. Now, I guess also in terms of um, mentorship and support network, where are your mentors uh, and your, uh, I guess from a professional setting, where do your mentors come from? Uh, and what are maybe one or two interesting things that you have learned from them to date? Mentors. 
I don't really subscribe to that. Um, yeah, but okay. I, I think in my previous workplace, I do look up upon to a couple of uh, colleagues, uh, especially my, my previous ex-boss um, because um, she has been very kind, very generous in her time to really invest in, in us. And, she, you know, she she always makes it a point that she will check in with us before anything, before starting the meeting. So that, that helps um, uh, to ease our mind and, and burden because she's a very seasoned professional and, and she's really looking out for, for me. She's looking out for my ex-colleagues as well. So I'm very thankful. So, so when I have challenges or issues, um, I could actually easily go back to her to talk to her about it. Yeah. That's wonderful. Mm. And I also, I guess, as you grow in your mm. career, as uh, probably you also get more experience as a parent, I'm sure there will be younger, newer parents <laughs> who come to you for advice. Yes. What is one piece of, or oh, you can always do yes. more than one, but as well, it's, uh, what is some uh, advice that you would give to, to, to them? To working, working. moms, let's, let's make that a bit more okay. specific. Um, yeah. I guess to working moms, um, just chill. Uh. <laughs> the word is... That's true because um, child okay. has their own quirks, their own behaviors. Um, during mm. my this whole seven years of parenthood journey, I realized that what works for this season may not work for the next season. Or I, when I mentioned season, maybe it's about the, the year, the month. Okay, but yeah, yeah. And and what works for one child doesn't work for another child. So be open to explore. Be open to yep. uh, see. Constantly iterate, try it for a period of time whether this particular method works. Yeah. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Well, Amanda, this is a really interesting and insightful conversation. Thank you so much for opening up uh, and being yeah. so open to share about this. Um, if some of our audience would like to connect with you, how can they best do that? Why same? You could actually um join uh, uh connect with me via LinkedIn. I'm actually quite responsive there, so hope to be able to connect to, with more like-minded parents as well in the tech industry. Yeah. Wonderful. Mm. We'll drop your LinkedIn profile in the show notes. Well, thank you so much, Amanda. And uh, really appreciate you taking time off. Thank for you so show. much, Chingen. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Parents in Tech podcast with me, your host, Chingen. We hope you were inspired on how to raise kids and build companies. To catch up on earlier episodes or stay updated with upcoming ones, head over to www.parents.fm to join our community of parents in tech. There, you can also drop me a question, idea, feedback, or suggestion. Once again, the website is www.parents.fm. That's all for this episode, folks. See you next time.